Hey everybody, welcome to the um, third episode of the Mental Health Podcast. Uh, we have a really awesome guest today. It's my dad. <laughs> so, uh, how's everything going? I'm I'm doing good, son. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, so kind of just want to dive right in. Um, so. Has so for you has mental health been something you've ever like? It has been something you always taken very serious, or has it been kind of something that you haven't really acknowledged? Well, actually, I I have acknowledged it, right? Because in order for someone to get better, they first have to acknowledge that they have an issue. And so, because of the way, um, because of the things I've been through in my childhood, you know, it led me to drug addiction. And, you know, drug addiction will definitely lead you into um, a place of mental health where, you, where you're not thinking clearly. You, you do things that you normally wouldn't do if you was in the right state of mind. Okay, so kind of uh, kind of walk me through that. What was kind of what was your, you know, of course, as comfortable as much as you're comfortable sharing. What was your childhood like? Like, you know, because I don't despite we I don't know so much about that. So I'm um, kind of. What was that like for you? Well, you know, um, I was born and um, I was born a drug addict. My mom and dad, you know, were drug addicts. And so I was born addicted to methadone. And when I was born, I was in a, they put me in an incubator and I was already, as a, as a baby, I'm a, I already have an addiction. I'm already kicking um, a habit right there. And because of the drug use and because of the addiction that I was born with, I was born with a, um, a mental disability, you know, a learning disability. So what somebody, you know, what somebody will learn in about, you know, a day or two, it would take me maybe a, a month or two, you know what I mean? Like a learning disability, it was it's very hard for me to, you know, I, I kind of outgrown it, you know, but the, the disability is still there. And so because the way I was brought up with all the, the abuse, the verbal abuse and, you know, the, the um, drug addiction and all this stuff, it, it really affected my life, you know, affected my, my relationships, you know, if even, you know, um, I, I was never given a chance to be the best that I can be as even as a parent, you know what I mean? I made a lot of mistakes even in that area because I was so lost with my addiction and my mental illness, you know. It's like I said earlier, the things, I, I've done things that I'm not proud of that I would never have done if not for the mental, you know, illness that was created through addiction. And yeah, I, I really, I really like that's, that's really uh, honorable to be able to open up about that stuff. Like a lot of people aren't able to do that. So um, yeah, definitely, you know, of course you're, you know, you're my dad. So I kind of know some of the stuff, but um yeah, definitely. I always, I always wondered with you though, because you've always kind of, I don't know, you've always seemed like you've had bad anxiety and um, things like that. Would you say, like, what would you say is one of the biggest thing you struggle with? Would you say it's anxiety, depression, or would you kind of say it's all balled up into one? It's all balled up into one. There's definitely, you know, a lot of anxiety. You know, what I mean, a lot of um, um, self um, condemnation. You know. Like, um, I always felt like I, I wasn't good enough, you know what I mean? And I always felt like, um, I always felt like I just needed to know 
who I was. And see, I never, I never had love growing up. There was no love. You know, I was raised, you know, in in a house of that was um basically a, a you know a dysfunctional home, right? And so I never had like you know there was never no um no structure growing up, you know. So I kind of um was was lost. I had to learn things on my own, and again, I had a learning disability. So that I, everything that I learned, I learned it later on in life as I got older when someone else would have learned it way before right so mm -hmm. those are the things that I, I would struggle with and, and to this day i still struggle with a, a lot of stuff you know because um it just doesn't go away it gets better but it doesn't go away you know when when somebody is damaged you know if they don't get help right because we, we all need help sometimes right like therapy like like even with you you know like i'm super proud of you you know, that, that you're doing what you need to do now at a young age. So you don't have to get to a place where you're my age and struggling with, with the things that I, I still struggle with. So that's that's commendable. And I just want to let you know that um, I'm super proud of you right there. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. And like a lot, I've had a lot of like close friends and even family, you know, be really uh, kind to me about that. Uh, the thing is, um, I... I, w I don't want to be a product of my environment. I never wanted to, even from a young age. And I, I think that was pretty clear when I was younger, too, as a kid. <laughs> uh, I always wanted to kind of, you know, be different and break that cycle because it, it's pretty vicious. Like, I didn't I don't know. I wanted to make sure I could tackle this stuff now. That way, when I'm older, you know, life can just be easier because I mentioned it when I talked to AJ last time um, on that episode. We talked about I had mentioned like. A lot of people wait, and this is actually something my therapist has uh, informed me of too. A lot of his clients, like a majority of his clients, are like people who are uh, at least in their <laughs> 40s, at the very least. And the, there's some younger ones too, but a lot of old, a lot of older people just wait so long. I just didn't want to do that. So, um, how was like social life for you growing up? Because I'm, sh I don't know if you were like a super, if you maybe had a lot of friends, or, like kind of how was your social life? Yeah. Um definitely had a lot of friends you know because i come from an era where you know people fr friendship was was um, a lot different than friendships today back then there was a lot of loyalty within friends in the street right because like i said what i didn't get at home the love and, and, and the love that i needed i was getting in the streets you know from real friends that was super loyal and i had many loyal friends you know many good friends that are not here today, you know, they either passed away, right, or they in prison. And, you know, um, you know, like I was a product of my environment, you know what I mean? So basically I was out there, you know, in gangs. And like I said, I was selling drugs. I was, you know, addicted to drugs, you know. And so it was it was all bad, but it's, it's all I knew. I didn't know anything else. I was just, that's just the way it was, you know, what I wasn't getting at home. The love I wasn't getting at home and the, you know, the attention I wasn't getting at home. Like my friends in the street made me feel super important. Right. I, I felt like, you know, I, I had a, a lot of um, authority in the streets. You know what I mean? People knew me. They knew my name, you know. And so it, it, it was the only place where I was getting fed the things that I needed from a, a functional family which I didn't have. I had a dysfunctional family. It was into witchcraft and my mother was a drug addict and all this stuff. You know, it was just, it's really, it was really crazy, you know, and very embarrassing the lifestyle that I lived, 
you know, and I'm not, um, I'm not saying this to people to boast about, you know, the things that I've been through because there's nothing to boast about. It's all bad. And the thing is living that kind of lifestyle, you know, there's always collateral damage, you know, like even with you, Eli, in, in Savannah, you know, and it's, it's a generational thing, you know. And so, again, I'm glad that you are, you know, mature enough at your age because not too many, you know, young men at your age think the way you think. And even with this, what you're doing with the pop podcast is um, it's, it's a good thing because you get to reach other people and let them know, you know, that, that there's always a way out of mental health. It, See, the thing is, a lot of people, they embarrassed to even say they have mental health issues and they don't want to seek help, you know. But I, I pray that um this will help people, you know, to, to understand that there is a way out. Sometimes we just need to talk about it. Yeah, it's it's like a uh, it's kind of a, it's I use this analogy when I when it comes to mental health. And I, so I had. I wanted to do this podcast a lot. It's I had a lot of stuff going on and I struggled with a lot and I just didn't deal with it. And then, you know, it, it, like you said, collateral damage because I affected my relationships. I pushed a lot of people away. Um, you know, my friends, you know, I kind of pushed them away. I didn't want to. I didn't mean to, but I did. And uh, I'm able to finally try to get that side back. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's almost like a prison cell. And then I, yeah. I, got, I got kind of to a point where like, I just felt so backed into a corner and then I came to like a crossroads decision where it's like, I'm either going to get consumed by this or I'm going to, you know, that's kind of the beauty of being put your back against the wall. There's kind of a beauty to it though. Cause it, there's only really one direction you can go. All you can do is push back now. Yeah. yeah. That's the mindset I took with it. And um, with that being said, that's um, I have a lot of, I listen to a lot of podcasts of, uh, you know, medical scientists and just all this stuff. And it's it's really sad to see that people don't talk about this. And it sucks because, you know, people feel so alone. And I get it. I did, too. Like, I just yes. like I'm, it's really a lonely feeling. So, yeah, yeah it is. I just want yeah, to push is. the message. I, like, seriously, um, I don't want to, <clears> like, kind of lessen anyone's situation because a lot of people go through things that are I've never been through. And, like, it could, I, I can't really fully relate to everything. But I can say that, like, you know, we all have the same emotion and we all have the same kind of issues. Yeah. Just uh, different situations. So um, who would you say was kind of a positive influence for you uh, mentally? And it, you and maybe you didn't have one, but would you say there was anyone who was like a positive influence, like for your mental health throughout all of that stuff? Well, um, I'll be honest with you, Eli, there wasn't, you know, I never really had a, a, a role model or anyone to look up to or even anyone to talk to. You know, I, I kind of grew up a loner, you know, even though, you know, like I just said, I had a lot of friends and they were loyal and, and all this stuff, right? But even in that, you know, there was such a, a, a lonely feeling with inside myself, you know what I mean? Like I... You know, I was in, in special ed, right, in school. I was in a special ed class, and people would make fun of me, call me a retard and all this stuff. You know, and so, you know, and I've been in a lot of fights because people would make fun of me, right, and, and all this stuff. And so I I never really had anyone that I can look at or anyone to tell me, you know what, there's, there's hope for you, right? It just, I just kind of had to figure it out on my own, just going through stuff and, you know, um getting through all kinds of opposition, right? 
even with people making fun of me, calling me names, and you retard, and you never amount to nothing, and why can't you be like your your cousin? Why can't you be like your sister? And all this stuff, when I just want to be myself, you know, why can't I just be me? You know, it's like people would always tell me, you need to, you need to get a life, you know, get a life, stop being a drug addict and all this stuff, which is, you know, I understand get a life, but they never told me where to get one. So I had to kind of figure it out throughout the years, you know? And, um, and so here I am, you know, and encouraging people because that's one thing that I do now because I know the, the hurt that people go through feeling like that, like the drug addict, right? Um, people that are addicted to not just, you know, drugs, but any addiction, you know, I mean, there's, there's gotta be something there that causes people to be addicted. Right. And, and it's mental health, you know, maybe they would, you know, been abused when they was younger, you know, you know, maybe they seen things that a, a young person should have not seen and it, it may, it caused damage, you know, and, um, just all this stuff, man, it is this can go on, this conversation and this subject could go on forever and ever and ever because there's so much to mental health, things that we don't even understand, right? But, you know, in that, we just need to self-evaluate ourselves, right? And, and be honest with ourselves, you know, and say, you know what, man, this is not okay. You know, I, I do have issues. You know, it doesn't mean that there's no hope. What it means is that, you know, we just need to get to a place. It's about the mindset, right? the way we think, we could choose to think in a negative way about our disability, you know, our mental health issues, you know, those that have some kind of, um, uh, you know, s s s because there's people out there, they're not even in their right mind, you know, that's like um, maybe a, a, a higher phase of mental illness. Like the, I see people, they talk to themselves and, you know, um, thank God that, you know, I may have a, mental illness but I'm still in my right mind I'm able to speak and communicate and I have feelings right so you know it's good to you know just encourage people listen it doesn't matter what you're going through you know that there, there is a way out you know and it's just basically encouraging yourself because see with me I didn't like I said I never had anyone to encourage me I never had anyone to show me that love you know that I, I needed especially you know from a parent right mm -hmm. and so that's why with you and Savannah even though everything that, you know, that went down right there, I always, my heart was always for my kids. I always loved you guys. And, and even though I wasn't um, capable, right, of being the father that I know I could have been, right, I could have done things better, right? And um, so I just want to encourage fathers out there, you know, like, man, just love your kids and, and don't wait to, to, you know, to you lose your kids because your kids will, you know, they will, you know, they get to a place where they don't want nothing to do with you because they may not understand, right? That's why it's important to share with your kids, you know, what was what's really going on. Yeah, I think definitely like so this is a very big issue with society and it's and this is really bad this is bad for everyone's mental health and um it's not even spoken about really at all. Uh and yeah. I'm not and I, I I'm guilty of it as much as anyone else. But like the neg the amount of negativity that exists, the amount of judgment that is passed on to others, and it's like, you know, people just people just don't care about other people like they yeah. should. That and it doesn't it doesn't mean you have you don't have to like be there every step of the way. But like if you see someone in need, like it, 
if you could help them and it doesn't, you know, just help them. I, I don't know. I think the judgment part too, people are, I feel like people are afraid to speak up about their mental health and mental illness. And some people, um, it's actually, some people have mild autism and it's actually like more common than you would think, but they're, yeah, yeah. they're like ashamed to admit it. And I, I hate that they feel that way because, um, you know, that's who you are and it doesn't make you any different than me or someone but- but they don't feel like that out of nowhere, Eli. They they feel like that because people make them feel like that. You know, there's always people that want to put other people down. And I don't yep. think, you know, and it's, it's it's something that we shouldn't do, right? We shouldn't do that. But people do that because there's people like, you know, they just, they just don't care. They don't have they don't have the heart for other people like you just mentioned right now. And so, you know, so with this, what you're doing right here with this podcast is, and, you know, reaching out and letting people know, listen, because when I was growing up, we didn't have things like this. You know, the technology that we have now, you know, to be encouraged by messages and all this stuff on YouTube and podcasts and all. We didn't have that. So literally it was, you know, it had to be, you know, face to face with someone. And if someone wasn't, you know, in your life that can do that, then you didn't have that. You couldn't go nowhere else to get it. So, you know, so this is a good thing that you're doing. And um, I just I just hope that um, that people understand, you know, that. If you do have a mental illness, listen, don't blame yourself. It, you know, it, it's not it's not your fault. And, and not just that, but, you know, it, it's all you need is just someone to talk to, you know. Listen to Eli's podcast right here because, you know, it's, it's something that's going to help. You know, sometimes we just need to listen and even converse, you know, like maybe um, ask Eli, you know, to be a guest on the podcast and so you yeah. can share your story as well. Yeah, no, it's it's important. Like. Um, like you said, it's just a big society problem. I, I really, the, you got to think social media. So like social media, for example, it doesn't help mental health because, uh, people kind of, people kind of fake social media sometimes. And then you yeah, have yeah. people who are sad or depressed or they're going through like, then maybe it's a family loss. And then, yeah, Oof. I don't know. I think social media kind of, we just need to be better to each other at the end of the day. Like, yes where we have one life and for someone to not just completely not care about anyone else i just don't agree with that and i know yeah. some people are going to be that way but um yeah just uh, another question i had for you so when would you say you were the most like when would you say your mental health was at its best and it, i mean it may be now i'm not sure so like when would you say it was at its strongest and like you were thriving in it well right now right now in the present you know it's because you know i'm not i'm not where i used to be i mean i'm not where i want to be as far as you know i wish i was better but i'm not where i used to be so i'm still you know in uh, it's, it's an everyday thing right it's a transition that happens every day you know every day i wake up and i choose to say you know what today i'm not going to feel depressed today i'm not going to feel tired today i'm not going to be angry i'm not going to be bitter right i, I have to you know, it's a choice I have to make. So when I wake up in the morning, that's the choice that I make. And I try to to walk in that, you know what I mean? Not just, not just, you know, not just it being a thought, but becoming an action, you know, and right now, you know, and, and because I'm in my right mind, that's key right there, right? Yeah. I'm not, see, when I take, when, when I use drugs, I'm total opposite. Like I become an ugly monster, right? Ugly monster, mm-hmm. no feelings. I don't care about nobody. All I care about is, myself we become very selfish right and and we become very prideful and we think that we all that when we really not you know what i mean 
Yeah. And we, we say things that we won't normally say. So we hurt people without thinking that we are hurting them, but we are, right? And yeah, see, now, sure. now because I'm in, in my right mind, because I'm, I'm not on drugs and I'm in my right mind, I'm able to think a lot more clear, right? And, and be more effective with, with my mindset and the things that I choose to do, right? It's intentional. You know, when you're on drugs, you do things, you know, and, and you don't think about the consequence, the consequence, right? You just do it out of emotion, right? But now that I'm sober and clean, you know, everything I do, I do it intentional. You know, I wake up in the morning and I intentionally say, you know what, I'm going to have a good day. It doesn't always work out like that, you know, but, but, you know, again, I continue to, to, to fight the good fight because I, I, you know, we all need that for self peace to have peace within ourselves. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I definitely agree. So, um, I, I mentioned this last podcast too, but, uh, just as a like reminder, so you, a lot of the time, so I don't know, uh, I'm sure people relate to this. Uh, everyone has a different way. So for me, for the longest time, like on my days off, I would work and I'd come home and, uh, it would be the weekend and, you know, it would, you would think I'd want to take advantage of that time. But seriously, for so, for like six months, all I did was lay in bed every day. I didn't get out of bed because like, I just couldn't will myself. So, um, really just getting yourself out of bed for some people that's half the fight and you just you you have to push yourself but that's why it's important to have uh i think it's important to surround yourself with positive people too so you kind of as we talked about before you're kind of you could become a product of your environment if you're not careful and that doesn't mean like you may have some friends that don't make the best decisions you can still be friends with them and try to help them guide them and stuff yeah but like if you surround yourself with negativity you know um you're going to likely be more negative. And that's kind of like with yeah. me, some of the music I used to listen to, I kind of like, I kind of switched my tune up a little bit and Come on. it's not from a judgment standpoint. Like people, I still like that kind of music, for example, yeah. but like, you know, it just has negative connotations to it. It's like kind of crap in crap out. So I decided right. like in every way I want to surround myself with positive people. And um, all my friends are so amazing. They're a great, they're very positive. They're always there for me. Like, I mean, I could crash on their couch whenever, like, it's a really good thing. So I think surrounding yourself with positivity is so yes. important. And Absolutely. It, yeah. And it just connect with people. Like, if there's an old friendship, try to reconnect. Just, I feel like you kind of have to, fear is um, very crippling. And fear is the reason yeah. a lot of people don't reach their dreams. Fear is a lot of people, a lot of reasons people don't kind of get to their goals because it's scary to walk through it and like even starting this podcast i was terrified i was like yeah this this isn't and i'm still and honestly i'm still super self-conscious about it because i'm like still in the earliest earlier stages but it's one of those things where like you have to kind of walk through it and on the other side of fear there's always the grass is always greener there yeah yeah. um so yeah i don't know just keeping positive influences around you is so important and if you and not everyone is blessed enough to have like a a good family life unfortunately i wish i i wish everyone could but um that's just not the case so if you don't have family like you know try to surround yourself with good energy you know people who are going to bring you up you also want people to be real with you too so um, yeah yeah come on i don't i don't like i don't i'm not a fan of somebody telling me something to make me feel good and that doesn't that and kind of, it happened. It happens in therapy all the time. And all my some of my sessions, I kind of report back on how I've been doing, and you know, oh, I may have done this. I don't want him to tell me, oh, it's okay. I want to be called out because you can't yeah. fix the issue 
if like I may do something and not see it as a problem, but it is, and you need perspective from other people. So I don't know. I think yeah. the best thing you can do is surround yourself with a positive, real people. Because if someone really cares about you and someone really cares about your growth and where you're going to go and how you're doing, they're going to be real with you because they yeah. want to see you succeed. And it's tough love sometimes. You know, there's been plenty of sessions for me where I had to sit there and take a bit of a beating. Like there was, a, um, I think it was my last session. My last session, man, I got, I took a beating in there, but he wasn't doing it. And he does, he was doing it because he cared. He's pointing out stuff about me that I really needed to sharpen up on. And it sucked, but that's what yeah. you need. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely um, to everyone listening, you cannot, you cannot progress and be more positive when you surround yourself with negativity. It's just not possible. It, and um, it makes it so much harder. And, um, you know, you have to surround yourself around the right crowd to help you grow. Growth can only really happen if you, you got to have a really strong support system or else it's not, it's, it's a lot harder. Yeah, absolutely. And I also want to share that, um, Keep in mind, those that are listening, you know, that um, the words are powerful, you know. Um, you, you have to speak positive things into the atmosphere and into your own life because, you know, it's like, you know, mental illness, like depression and, and all this stuff, it, not, it, it, it can go so much deeper. You know, it can go to a level where you physically sick, you know. Now, now, now you don't just have mental illness that you're dealing with, but now you have, you know, physical diseases, you know, like diabetes and, you know, heart, whatever, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Because stress is, is, is not good, you know, especially if you're struggling with, with things, you know, it's like, um, so just, just keep that in mind that speaking, you know, words of encouragement and speaking that stuff into the atmosphere, you know, even like Eli was saying with music, you know, like music plays something that's going to re- you know, um, relax your mind, right? And just, there's just so many things to it, man. I wish we had all the time in the world, but we don't. And so I just hope that somebody, you know, got encouraged through this um, podcast today. Yeah, and it's, seriously, it's so like a little a little tip. This this is, some people may not want to do this, and I get it. Just, I think you got to find your your thing. But like after work, like, you know, I'm not I'm not a fan of my job not happy with it at all really don't want to be there but at the same time like it gives me a place to sleep so you have to kind of take inventory of that but um, yeah after like i have kind of a system where like after work uh on fridays because i have my weekends off at least i'll like play some like calming it's not any lyrics it's just calming music and i'll journal and i'll journal or either i'll journal or i'll just sit there i'll close my eyes and let your mind kind of relax a little bit and um yeah, I think it's important for your mental health. To, you have to find an outlet. If you don't, you're going to drive yourself crazy. And um, yeah, that if part. We, you got to think, too, if we every a lot of people and this is also speaking to myself, a lot of us think so negatively. If we put even half the amount of energy we had thinking negatively into something we're passionate about, something that we really want to accomplish a goal like try to transfer that uh, energy and push it to a positive thing. That way you can actually grow. And yes, it's, it's not, good. it's not easy. It's not easy whatsoever, but you, it's baby steps. Like you got to just build yourself up. It's, so, um, it's def- just, yeah. I'm sorry. It's definitely not easy, but it is very doable. And the end result, you know, is, is going to be worth it, you know, cause to get, you know, I, I like to put it this way to get, to get to the prize, you go, you have to pay a price, you know? And, and so the, the things ain't always going to be comfortable, you know, but, 
the end result, you or e even easy, but the end result is a peace of mind. You know, something we we need. Everyone needs a peace of mind. You know, and it's, it 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 overflows into our health. You know, we want you know a good mind, good health. You know, overall. So just yeah, you really that. you really have to watch the the key the big thing about mental health too is you mentioned you touched on it earlier. Um, when it seeps into relationships and it happens so it happens in the shadows it's kind of, you 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 know that quote um uh, everybody kind of has a plan until you get punched in the face <laughs> yeah <laughs> mental, <laughs> mental yeah. health and anxiety and depression it will punch you right in the mouth sometimes and you um, know that's right it will cost you it will cost you i've lost Man, it will knock you it. out too i've lost relations i've lost relationships over it and yeah. like it's one of those things where you don't even realize like how you're kind of acting until until you lose everything and then everyone's like and i don't know you just have to dealing with anxiety and mental health you really have to just keep an eye on it because it creeps up on you and it hits you right in the mouth sometimes and when it does it hurts and it hurts real bad and it takes a lot to recover so um and it's gonna hit you by the way it's never it's not avoidable but like you can definitely prepare yourself for that um so yeah uh I just had like one or two more questions for you. Um, okay. For you, like, when do you, when would you say you feel the most at peace with your, like, in general? When do you feel the most at peace? Wow, I, I know it's gonna sound out there, but when I'm eating, you know, I, food gives me comfort. You know, oh, comfort yeah, food. Yeah. No, that's not weird at all. That's actually extremely common. That's my thing too. Yeah, so that that that'd be one thing, you know, and another thing is just basically just meditating, you know, meditating, you know, um, and just um, you know, planning things out intentionally, like I mentioned earlier, like it, it gives me a peace because it's like, okay, I already know what the plan is, right, for the day, you know, I already kind of in my head already got things. It doesn't always work out the way we plan it, but it gives me a peace to know that you know what. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a destination throughout the day. I have a something to accomplish, right? Because we want to feel a sense of accomplishment throughout our day. We, we need to be productive because when we're not productive, you know, it, it's like, you know, that's when depression comes in and all this stuff, you know, the, the, the you know, we just need to be productive and in, in throughout our day. So just being productive, even if it's just cleaning the yard, or cleaning the house, washing dishes, or even cooking, because I love to cook. Those things, you know, th- those are the things that bring me some peace. Yeah, and like, yeah, and everyone has different things. Like that, those are your outlets. I have my outlets. People have their outlets. Um, so I, I heavily encourage people to uh, just do some soul searching, figure out what it is you need. Because I, I just, I hate. It really kills me that I know a lot of people are suffering in silence, and I I, I hate it. it. It bothers me genuinely, and I don't know any. I I don't know a specific person, but just like I can scroll through social media and be like, man, I really hope they're okay. Right. <laughs> I really hope they're okay because, and maybe they are, and I I pray they are, but they may not be. And I'm just like, man, I really hope they're good, and if they're not, I hope they can seek their help. Um. So, uh, what like what kind of what thoughts would you like to let go of moving forward? So is there anything on your mind that you still kind of struggle with from childhood or any kind of traumatic event? Is there still stuff you're kind of trying to move past right now? Um, let me just say this, right? There's, I have a lot of hurt. There's a lot of hurt, right? And we all have hurt, right? Different, different levels and degrees of hurt. 
But see, with me, you know, um, I have a way of blocking things out. But mm-hmm. that's not a good thing, blocking things out. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, those feelings are still there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there may be something that happens in your life that will trigger what you thought was blocked, right? And then you react in a certain way that you don't want to react. So that's something that I'm struggling with that I'm, um, I, I, I will overcome because it's like I just said, we have to speak positive, right? We have to be positive. And so it's something that I will overcome. And it's, but that's my struggle right now. And I just want to be able to let go, you know, uh, and it's going to take forgiveness. You know, I have to forgive the people that, that hurt me. And, and I have to a certain degree, right? But it's like I say, there's a difference between, you know, um, knocking the giant down and cutting off his head. So my giant is, is, is knocked down, the giant of hurt, right? But I need to cut the head off so that way it will never come back up. Because sometimes, you know, just sometimes just a thought, you know what I mean? I, I, it just pops up, it creeps up, you know? And then I, I begin to f- get these feelings of, you know, resentment and, and bitterness and I even start to get angry because people have hurt me, you know? And we have hurt people, you know? Hurt people, hurt people. But that's why I'm glad that, um, that you know, we're in a place where we, we, we don't have to live like that. We can break that cycle of hurting people and, and, and feeling hurt. And, but it has, it has to, you know, it has to come with, with a heart of forgiveness, you know, because a lot of this stuff is, is, is in our heart. You know, that's what unforgiveness is, right? That's what hurt is, is it lives inside of our heart. You know, if we don't get rid of it, you know, you can, you can do therapy, you can do all these things that, that are good. But at the end of the day, we have a choice as individuals to get rid of the hurt once and for all. So it'll never creep back up. And so, so that's my goal right now to to get to that place where I'm not just blocking hurt, but I'm killing it, letting it go. And I can, yeah, and I'm I'm glad to hear that. And um, definitely half the battle, a majority of the battle is realizing kind of what you need to work on, and you know you have to put your pride down sometimes. So I'm glad that you're yeah. done that. Well, I really like honestly. Um, you know, we, we haven't always been all that close. So like, I didn't know that stuff about you, like ever, like I'm, I've learned so much about you just in this conversation. And, um, I, I really like, I really appreciate you opening up like that. I know that takes a lot of, that takes a lot to be able to share that stuff. So like, thank you for sharing that with me and everyone who listens to this. And I really believe that (laughs) someone's going to hear this and get a lot out of it. And of course that's always the goal, but, um, yeah, Wow, but, I'm like I'm, yeah, kind of um, in, I'm kind of in awe right now. I didn't I didn't know any of that stuff. So like yeah, well there there there's um I just want to thank you for for you know for for letting me share because um you know it, it we can't be prideful, but humility you know and and telling the you know letting people know is um see I want I want people to know that it doesn't have to be that way you know like holding on to her and resentment all this stuff and even with the mental health stuff, like, there's a way out of all that stuff, man. It's, it's just, you know, you just got to, like you said, you just got to find your way, you know, find your way. And hopefully this is a, a outlet that people can listen to and even, you know, be a guest and, and, and just, man, just, just share what everybody has a story, you know. And if we, everybody shares, we could learn from one another through our yes. stories. And there's so much more, Eli, that, you know, you don't know about my 
you know, about my childhood and the way I was raised and things like that. But that's something we can, you and I can, you know, talk about, you know, outside of the, um, the podcast right here. But I just pray that um, everything that was spoken about right now will, you know, just help someone. That's 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 the only reason we're doing it, right? Because the one thing you and I do have in common is we have a good heart. You know, we have a heart for people, or we wouldn't be on this right now talking about it, right? That we're here together, right? Divine appointment. We're here together to 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 let people know that you know what, man. There's there's hope. Bottom line. Yeah, I think you just uh, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head with it. Um, you know. You you wait you open your eyes you breathe in the morning every day is a chance to hit the reset button every day gives you a chance to turn it around and it's not an easy process I get that but um, every day is a is a you have if you're a, if you're breathing right now you're blessed if you're breathing right now you have fight you know your fight your fight's only done when you're you know not alive anymore so as long as you're breathing you have fight yeah but um thank you so much for uh, doing this with me I like seriously I super wow like i'm kind of stunned a little bit i really appreciate you opening up with all that stuff um and yeah you know thanks for just blocking out some time for this it's really and everyone who's been kind of helping with this podcast behind the scenes you know shout out to all you guys you know who you are um and yeah just thank you for the time all right thank you son you have a good night all right you too all right bye